Hello, this is Elizabeth Spring at North Node Astrology and NorthNodeAstrology.com. So today I'm going to be reading a chapter from my very new book called South Node Astrology, Uncovering Your Soul's Karmic Inheritance. And the chapter is called, Is the Life You Are Living Too Small for You? And I realize that in COVID times, everybody's life is too small for them. But I think it's still worthy of a, of a listen. And if you are interested in the nodes, please um, be aware of the fact that I have a book called North Node Astrology that's been out for a while now. And it's uh, North Node Astrology, Rediscovering Your Life Direction and Soul Purpose. And then I did a few other books. And then this uh, last new book is South Node Astrology. So check it out on Amazon. It's in Kindle and will also be in Audible uh, in the near future. Right now it's also in paperback. So let's do it. Is the life you are living too small for you? Chances are the answer to that question is some variation of yes. Chances are the question may arouse some anxiety because that thought poses a variety of challenges, some big and some small. It hints of change, and it's not exciting to think that a larger life could mean the disruption or potential loss of the goodness that you have in your life right now, but it doesn't have to be that, that way. Let me share an example from my life. Towards the end of my second Saturn return at age 59, I remember sitting on my porch thinking that, wow, nothing is happening. Astrologically, I knew this was supposed to be a time of change, and nothing was remarkable. I thought perhaps I needed to take the initiative Perhaps make something happen, take a class, or something even more important. So I signed up for a year's apprenticeship in astrology. Now Saturn loves work, and this was in the Saturn return. So this is something I often counsel people about when they are in the first or second Saturn returns, that doing something new that involves work and preparation can be very rewarding at these times. Anyway, long story short, at the end of the apprenticeship, I was so inspired, I wrote my first book. And then throughout my 60s, I wrote five books altogether. Now, in my early 70s, this is my sixth book. The point of this is that it was only in retrospect that I saw how that Saturn return was a major turning point a life-changing shift from being a counselor to a writer as well. So there's plenty of life after 60. However, it wasn't without its problems because I also overdid it with my writing and at times caused too much stress. And that ended up with me having some heart problems, but they are manageable. Hopefully you can make your changes more smoothly. It is exciting to think that there may be ways we might recreate ourselves and our lives to move, move towards a larger life without chaos or loss. 
Some writers have suggested that it is mostly a weakness in the muscle of our imagination that keeps us from being and doing all that we could be. There are other very practical reasons why we don't or can't do certain things we'd like to do. I'm sure you're reminding yourself of those things now as you read this. But consider this. It's true that change and recreation are easier said than done. Here's an analogy. If we think of the astrology chart as a committee meeting of all the planetary voices in your psyche, all sitting around a round conference table with the aspect lines in the center being the lines of communication between these voices, then you, as the moderator of this committee, can tell certain parts of yourself to be quiet and others to speak up. And in this, of course, it's the sun sign that is really the chairperson at this committee. Anyway, if we think of these planetary archetypes as members of our inner committee that are asking to be listened to, then we can open up to new possibilities from those parts of ourself that have been silenced, or at least those parts of ourself that have been made to sit quietly with hands folded. As chairperson of this committee, you can listen to these members that know how to find ways to increase your capacity for joy and energy. It's also true that sometimes you simply have to wait until the time is right, to when the planetary voices in our psyche are stimulated by strong transits, that is, when other committee members come to their aid by conjunction or trying, they get stronger. Even when strong planetary transits make hard aspects to these lesser-heard committee members within us, we have a unique opportunity to give them a voice. Life has a way of forcing us back into old patterns and listening to the old voices that have spoken the loudest before. And so we listen again to the same loudmouths and wounded parts of our psyche and tend to repeat the same old solutions to the same old story. Yes, we know that's crazy, but we too often get a little lazy until life gets uncomfortable enough to encourage change then we become better listeners. So now you may be wondering if wounded Saturn and ruthless Pluto have talked enough. Maybe you're getting tired of reacting to the default patterns of your south node. What about the gifts of Jupiter and the healing medicine in your north node? Have you allowed Uranus to stop acting like an adolescent rebel and let him really loose? What would his version of freedom and inventiveness really look like? The family karmic inheritance enters in here as well. Have you been blocked by fear, unconscious anxiety, or resistance to change because you're allowing ancient family patterns to repeat themselves in your life now? Do you really want to live in reaction or in repetition of your father or mother? Have you thought of where your ways that you avoid conflict and thereby avoid the necessary conflict of values that allows you to be true to yourself? Is your Venus always going along with things? 
Or is she so scared she's trying to control the show and still is not happy? Is your moon sadly looking for permission or guidance from someone who may never show up? Is your Neptune demanding unconditional love or squirming with passive, aggressive confusion? Interesting questions. Call for a committee meeting. Now it may very well be the time to answer the summons of your soul and to reach for your largest life. Isn't it time to call for a life review with you as moderator and recording secretary? You could take notes, read old journals. You could write a 12-page autobiography. I did that at each of my Saturn returns, and I recommend that to all of my clients. Yes, a 12-page autobiography. You could let all the planetary archetypes in your chart get a chance to speak. You could research some of the ideas you've had in the past, and some of the ideas that may have been thrown out then may now be workable if you change the story script of your life. How you see your life narrative changes. Why not truly consider some deep listening at this time? Okay, so that's some thoughts to think about today. And I hope you maybe got a little insight into into playing with your chart a little bit when you look at it and you think of all, all those planetary signs and, and the aspects and, and what they're asking of you. And one of them is, is your life too small? And are there ways that you can enlarge it? And we are in the last times of having to be patient with COVID, hopefully, I think so. And um, so we're going to get a time when our lives can enlarge. So this is a good time right now to give this whole idea some thought. Okay, well, thanks for stopping by today. And if you're listening, um, if you're here because you wanted to hear about North Node signs and aspects, you need to go back to the early, earlier parts of this podcast. And you can find them all, of course, on uh, Apple uh, Podcasts uh, under North Node Astrology. All right. Thank you again. And uh, if you're interested in the new book or looking at some of the other books, they are on North Node Astrology. So this is Elizabeth Spring saying bye for now. (laughs) 